You are listening to part one of the Barefoot Lawyer Report's two-part special on the Tiananmen Square Massacre. So welcome to this podcast of the Barefoot Lawyer Reports. We're going to talk today about Tiananmen Square. Um, And many of you listening uh, may not know anything about Tiananmen Square. You may have heard it mentioned, but not understand the significance it has or the facts and circumstances that surround it. But it's the kind of key moment in the struggle for democracy in China under the CCP. So uh, Guangchen and I uh, are glad today to welcome Wang Dan, Wang Dan who was the, the student leader at Tiananmen Square. So I would like to start first, let's assume the person listening doesn't know anything about Tiananmen Square. So first, what is Tiananmen Square? Physically, it's a square in Beijing. Yeah, it's a pretty big square in Beijing, established in 1949 uh-huh. to celebrate that the CCP is taking power from uh-huh. Kuomintang. Um, so tell us, so the in 1989, in May, the Tiananmen Square protests started, right? Yeah. Tell us about it. Why did they start? What were they <clears throat> trying to do? Well, as in, in the whole 1980s, the CCP started so-called re, uh, economic reform. Mm-hmm. But one of the consequences is uh, corruption. And in the, in the late eight, nine, uh, 1980s, and the students feel angry about the corruption. Mm-hmm. So we, we've been planning this for a long time, for at least one or two years to protest the corruption. And But there's one thing happened. Accidentally, is uh, <clears throat> April 15, 1989, the former secretary, uh, general secretary of CCP, Hu Yaobang, died. Right. He's a, 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 I, can, I could not say a supporter, but uh, he's a pretty open-minded leader. Open-minded. Yeah, so mm-hmm. we, we think uh, his passing away will be harmful for the further uh, political reform. That's yeah. why we go... We go went to the Tiananmen Square to try to protest and try to speak up for our willingness to promote it. So after his death, that sparked protests to, to support democratic reforms and economic reforms? First stage is we, we go to the street just to show our respect for uh-huh. the for the, for Hu Yaobang. Uh-huh. But the, the movement is, uh, quickly transferred to political protest. Yeah, I can tell you here in the United States, uh, for those people who were following what was going on in China, Hu Yobang was a, we put a lot of hope in him as well. So we were very diff- sad to see that he passed. Mm-hmm. So you wanted to show respect for him and students. Was it, was it students to begin with who gathered in Tiananmen Square? Or was it a broad number of different kinds of people? It was student groups. It was what, different groups? Yeah, so from different universities. Uh-huh. They, 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 they didn't call each other, but they all go to Tiananmen Square to send some respect. Uh-huh. It's a student started this movement. So it's pretty spontaneous. Yep. Uh-huh. Okay, well, what, what happened? So that was, what, that was on May the, May the 4th or so? 
Well, that's uh, when Huawei Bang died. That uh, uh, April fifteen, and uh-huh. the, the first stage is uh, I call it memorial stage. We we just show so memorial 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 stage. We 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 show our respect for 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 Huawei Bang. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but uh, it's a very uh, important turning point is April twenty six. Uh-huh. April twenty six, the CCP issued an editorial for People Daily. Uh, an editorial. Uh huh. Accused the student as some bad guy trying to destroy the China and well, a lot of accusation, uh-huh. and that makes students angry. So April twenty seven, there's a huge demonstration in 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 the whole Beijing city, mm-hmm. and that's very important. So this April twenty seven demonstration, yeah, and then we have May fourth, another demonstration. So. Uh, what sparked that editorial that condemned the uh, memorial? Well, we think we are just patriotic. We we went too straight because we love this country. Mm-hmm. We, we hope the country can be democratic. Uh-huh. But according to the editorial, it said we influenced by the Americans by by Western values and try to destroy the foundation of so-called. Um, Marxism and Leninism and Mao mm-hmm. Zedong something like that, and we want to destroy the whole institution uh, of of CCP's rule. Mm-hmm. But of course, that's not true, mm-hmm. and it make us angry. You you were trying to uphold kind of democratic values and human rights, and uh, but you weren't trying to destroy the uh, the government. Is that correct? No, we're not. We're, we're, we're patriotic. Channel. We're actually trying to support the government uh-huh. and, and promote promote them to do more yeah. further reform. Okay, that's our intention. Okay, Guangchen, do you want to say anything at this point? Uh, yeah, I think I I want to talk a little. Yeah, at that time I'm uh, I'm not not go to school. I'm just stay in the village, the the rural China. Mm-hmm. In fact, I know a lot of the farmers. Uh, in rural China, they support students. They talk a lot about this. Uh-huh. They said, "Oh, the Khan Party very uh, bad now. So, should we change the political situation now?" Yeah, yeah. A lot. In fact, I think more than ninety percent to support the uh, students in Tiananmen Square at that time. A lot. Yeah, you know. You said ninety percent of the farmers. Yes, yes. And you know that is a. Uh, that the, the weather become a uh, hot and hard. They, hotter they, and hotter. Yeah, they they sit they sit together in the outside the village and talk about that. Yeah, look like yeah that time is uh, the student asks Li Peng to have a dialogue. Yeah, the, a, a lot of people use the radio or TV to know the news about Beijing. So. Yeah, I think that is uh, how to say the writers, writers, righteous. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of people support them, but later, yeah, you know, uh, the, the the farmer feels very sad about that. But of course, uh, after that, no people know the news. The Khan Party censorship all the information about the Tiananmen Square uh-huh. on radio, on TV, like that, mm-hmm. and no news, only propaganda. Well, let's. Uh, I, I want to kind of take it in sequence. Was the Communist Party 
censoring the news. When did they start to censor the news about Tiananmen Square? Did they censor the news in, 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 in April, you know, after that editorial? Uh, when did they stop other people in China learning what was going on? At the very beginning, they tried to censor the news, uh, try to cover what happened in Beijing, but, uh, but quickly the uh, political atmosphere changed because we have a, a, a leader called Zhao Ziyang at that time who passed several years ago. And uh, he asked the, the, the government to, to open uh, for the news to let people know what's the uh, slogan of student and what's the request of student. So mm -hmm. the censorship disappeared. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's why the, the almost the whole, whole country know what we're doing in, in Beijing mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. what we want. Mm -hmm. So uh, did, the, did the, I mean, the protests or the demonstration uh, grew and grew over the days and many more people. So it was not just students. At some point, uh, many other people. At the earliest stage, the only student were uh, have a demonstration. We we uh, uh, established organizations, but uh, gradually other people participate. For mm -hmm. example, intellectuals, mm -hmm. journalists, mm -hmm. and we finally we have some workers and even for some farmers uh -huh. try to participate. We we got a lot of letters from all over the country to, to show their support. Uh -huh. But intellectuals, intellectuals support is very important. It's a key, key role. They play the key role in this movement. Well, so how did, you, how did you see it unfold? I mean, from your perspective, so you were there. So it started off with students. Uh, other people are joining. Um, intellectuals, some workers, some farmers, some professionals. So how did the pro, tell us about how it proceeded from the very first, how did it develop? Uh, I mean, from your perspective. Well, I, I, at that time, we don't have cell phone or some things. It's very difficult for us to, to, to summon more yes. support. But, uh, but the news spread very fast. Spread very fast. Very fast. Uh, we, we use telephone. We call our friend and uh, colleague and other universities outside Beijing. And those intellectuals, like, like all professors, they, they use telephone or even mm -hmm. fax machine mm -hmm. yeah, to try it, to spread is, the news. It is, for those listening, you know, the cell phones in America were pretty widespread by the year 2000, but there were no cell phones in 1989. So this is all being done by phones. So we just use phone. And if what was called a fax machine at the time, that I don't yeah. even think they have them anymore, but you could send a letter kind of electronically, you send a piece of paper, the image electronically. So it was hard to get the word out, but it got out. Yeah, we, we just, we just uh, take bicycle. Try to go to other schools. Took the bicycle with yeah, those bicycle schools. Yeah, bicycle is uh -huh. a very busy communi uh -huh. communicate. The so, tool of communicate. So that started to bring more people in. Yeah. But how were the authorities? I mean, as it continued to grow, I mean, I might have my understanding is at some point it could have gotten as large as a million people. How did it? I mean, as it grew, just take us through. You know, from late April until. All through May, it was growing. How, how, tell us what the authorities were doing and what was going on. 
What very quickly there's a split happened in inside the party. Split in the party. Split the, uh -huh. the, the uh, one part of them represented by by Zhao Ziyang, the, the former uh, general secretary. They think they have to use the tool of like democracy and rule by law to resolve the problem. Uh -huh. Try to dialogue with us, with students. Uh -huh. That's the policy of them. Mm -hmm. But there's another uh, faction inside the party, represented by the uh, Premier Minister Li Peng. Uh -huh. They are hardliners. Uh -huh. they, they think we must crack down the protest because they have very bad intentions. They are bad guys. So they, there was a struggle inside the party. Mm -hmm. And uh, Ivison decided, finally, Ivison decided by Deng Xiaoping, the true emperor at that Deng time. Deng Xiaoping, yeah. yeah. Uh, Guangchen, did yeah. you, do you want to say something? Uh, yeah, I want to, uh, how to see, at that time, you know, we just talk about the, uh, the phone. I heard some information from the official in the US government at that time. She worked in State Department. Mm -hmm. I remember last year she told me, uh, in fact, before the Khan Party tried to uh, crack down Tiananmen Square, mm -hmm. they cut the phone lines first about uh, in uh, the U.S. Embassy. Mm -hmm. They tried to use this way to test to see what happened by this. If the Americans stand up the, the Respond very strong. Maybe the Khan Party will stop to do that. But you know, they cut the phone lines more than three days. Even in the embassy, the officials can't contact it to the uh, Washington D.C. Mm -hmm. But it looks like no, no, <laughs> looks like quiet. White House quiet. So, yeah, I think that that is wrong. That re I mean, did did the uh did the U.S. Embassy people have any idea why the phones were down, were not working? Yeah, of course they know that. They, they know the Khan Party uh, cut the phone lines. And because, you know, she said, in fact, a lot of U.S. officials in Beijing at that time go to outside to support the students. They, oh. they prepare some guards for them. And another Some something. Guards for Ga Ga uh, uh, gas, gas for the car, gas station. Gas, gas. gas. Yes, yes. So, so at that time, she uh, when she know uh, she can't contact to Beijing embassy, she asked the White House to uh, to give them the how to do next step, but no response. She, yeah, she told me this story. I think this story will remind the U.S. people. If something happened, if the, uh, how to, if the regime did some bad thing, the West country should stand up very soon to help the people to fight back the tyranny. Because yeah. mm -hmm, otherwise the CCP... Yeah, if, if we give them one inch, they will take one mile. Mm -hmm. yeah. So the uh, so the hardliners won out within the party. So tell us what happened. Tell us what happened and when it started to happen. And when did you know that they were 
Well, we we'll, we know very early there there's a dispute inside the party, uh-huh. and at that time, there's only one person. Just like I said before, just like just one person can decide everything. It's Deng Xiaoping. So the hardliners tried a lot to to get support from Deng Xiaoping, and Deng Xiaoping is actually a hardliner too. So he support Li Peng's idea mm-hmm. and take the power, take all the power from from Zhao Ziyang and uh, ask Li Peng to organize all these arrangements. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do remember, and for people that, again, who don't know the history after Hu Yubang, uh, Zhu uh, Zemin, uh, or Zhang Zemin, Zhang Zemin. He, I remember we followed him here in America too, because when he became, I don't know if he was premier, but when he succeeded Hu Yubang, it just seemed like there was a chance for a peaceful resolution of Tiananmen Square. But then uh, Deng Jiamin took power and the hardliners took over. And what, how was life in Tiananmen Square at this point? We were worried every day because the government already sent the military forces surrounded the whole Beijing city mm-hmm. and they're trying to send the military uh, march to the Tiananmen Square through the, the, the street. But uh, fortunately, we have a lot of uh, citizens, mm-hmm. no more Chinese people there really breathe or really, really breathe. Brave, and then yeah. go to straight block the, the tanks and the soldiers. But we still worried every day that maybe at the late night or some day they will they were, uh, enter the Tiananmen Square and maybe we will be killed. So students were very, were very nervous during that time. Yeah. Um, so, uh... Guangchen, you did not go to Tiananmen Square from your village? Yeah, at that time, I'm not a student. <laughs> so, yeah, that is... Yeah, but I know, yeah, I, I support them. I, I watch a lot in, uh, on the uh, TV. Mm-hmm. That At that time, not a lot of TV, maybe one, one village, two or three. A lot of people come to the same yard to watch that. A lot of people, yeah, even hold... Farmers in the village come to three or two yard to watch the TV, try to get the news from Beijing what's happening, and they will know. Uh, and of course, they they talk about this each other, and even something they, they debate about this, yeah, like that. But at some point, the the news on Chinese television you were watching. Yeah. At that time, Chinese television, and another way that you know, at that time, a lot of videos. Every family have the videos, so they use the video, use the uh, short wave to listen to the news from abroad, uh-huh. and you know that news should be much, uh, much, much better than the propaganda. So the journalists in Beijing and write a report and send them to abroad, then use the short wave to come back mainland China, so the farmer can know that. So this is why a lot of people support students at that time. And another thing is, you know, now uh, a lot of Chinese people said uh, after the Tiananmen Square, after the gun, uh, before the Communist Party just tried to steal something in mainland China from the people. Trust. Now 
stealing, stealing. Uh -huh, steal something. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. But now the company grabbing. Grabbing. <laughs> yeah, it's grabbing, not selling. Yeah. So because they have the, uh, they can use the force to collect down any people to stand up to protect the, uh, the justice. Yeah. So, so the words yeah. of American play an important role. That's very interesting. Words of American, we all listen, we win, and know what happened. Even our students at that time. Say, say that again. I'm sorry. The voice of America. Uh-huh. Yeah, we voice all, of America. We, uh -huh. we, even our students listen to Voice of America uh -huh. to mm -hmm. know what's happening mm -hmm. in other cities. Mm -hmm. So the foreign journalists play interesting and important role yeah. during that moment. And very influential. Yeah, I mean, I, I was alive at the time following it in the United States. So we were following it. Uh, CNN, like CNN has the news every day, mm -hmm. yeah. but we don't know that at that time. Mm -hmm. So tell us, so what happened? Tell, what ultimately happened? How did it happen? Well, the, and then we, we finally have an informal dialogue with Premier Minister Li Peng, but there's no result because Li Peng just scolding us, and of course we scored back, so there's no common sense between us. After that, the government issued the martial law, mm -hmm. and the situation become serious. When I'm just, what day did they issue martial law? It's May 19. Okay, go ahead. And we stopped hunger strike, and we reorganized the student, try to against the the, the the government. At that time, we already know that Zhao Ziyang already lost his power, mm -hmm. and we were not. Um, we, we, we think there's a coup happened inside the party. So we support Zhao Ziyang, but we do not support Li Peng. And we decided to stay in Tiananmen Square and uh, try to see what will happen in the future. I must say, there are also disputes inside the student group. Uh -huh, uh -huh. There's one part uh, think it may be the time we draw from the Tiananmen Square back to the campus to uh -huh. continue this movement. Uh -huh. And the other part of student organizations say we must stay in Tiananmen Square because the Chinese people of all over the, the country, they watch Tiananmen Square, so we must stay. So there's some still disappeared this, this, this even inside the student mm -hmm. organizations. Mm -hmm. Well, tell us what happened next. Well, but finally, I mean, I mean, uh, uh, those students who uh, advocate for staying in Tiananmen Square, they they got the more support. They got so more they stay, support. yeah, uh -huh. they stay in Tiananmen Square, and uh, and I think the government lo gradually lost the patient, uh -huh. and Zhao Ziyang lost his power, and uh, under the command of Deng Xiaoping, the military used the gun, used the force. So finally, use the gun, use that's, the force. What, that's what happened in, in June. Third and fourth. And use the people. tanks. I mean, in America. Yeah, not only tank, a lot of the image of the yeah, military forces rolling in. Yeah, Guangchen. Yeah, I uh, I remember 2003. I went to Beijing. The people who live in Beijing at that time, she told me, in fact, a lot of people died on uh, Chang'an Street, and uh, after that, they come to. The place we call it Mu Xu Di, and she said she saw some uh, the, the blood, blood, and, blood. Uh -huh. uh, the blood, and the even the 
uh, how to say the debris yes. on the wall. On the wall. Yeah, so, so yeah, usually, you know, for the Western people, maybe they think the campus could kill a lot of students just in the Tiananmen Square, but not, in fact, not just in the Tiananmen Square. A lot of people tried to, to, to leave the Tiananmen Square, go to uh, West and the Communist Party, order the, the military to follow them, to, to keep killing them on the uh, Chang'an Street. But I, I don't know, I just heard this. Yes. Uh -huh. She told me about this. So bad. So, so, so uh, the, when we said they used force, they used soldiers, they used guns, they used tanks, they just rolled in and killed you if you didn't disperse. And even if you disperse, they kill people. Yeah, even if the student shot at them, they shoot students. Uh -huh, shouted at them. Yeah. Uh -huh. So they just came in killing people to disperse the whole thing. Yes. I'm uh, to crack down any protest. I have a question too one day. Yeah. The, 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 the Khan Party ordered the, um, the soldier uh, chased the students on the uh, Chang'an Street. Yeah, uh -huh. that's very important because uh, at the very, very final stage, the student discussed and uh, uh, the Tiananmen Square is surrounded by the military force and uh -huh. the student finally decided to withdraw. That's the late night of June 3rd. They decided? Uh, withdraw from Tiananmen Square withdraw. Uh -huh. and back to campus. Uh -huh. but, when they, but when they just left Tiananmen Square, the tanks chased the student, mm. attacked them from their back. Right? Even when they were withdrawing? Even, they, yeah, even when they withdraw. And, uh, I have one friend called Feng Zheng, he's pretty famous now. He, he attacked by the tank and lost his two legs. Oh. Yes, yes, I know him. It, so the tanks rolled over him and crushed yes. his legs, he lost yeah. his legs. You have been listening to part one of the Barefoot Lawyer Report's two-part special on the Tiananmen Square Massacre. Come back next week to listen to part two.